wow, wow, wow. This is actually happening. We're rolling. This is the first ever episode of the Golly Wisdom Podcast with your host, Clifford J. Welcome. Um, I want to thank you for taking your time to listen. Um, if you're listening to the podcast or if you're watching it on YouTube, um, thank you for tuning in. And and before I even get to anything, I just want to say um, thank you to everybody who helped me to make this podcast a reality. Um, anybody who helped me to move this podcast from just being a vision to becoming a reality. Thank you. All the friends, the family, the mentors. Um, thank you. all Thank you. all Without y'all, this would not have this would have not been possible. So I really want to take time to say thank you. And I appreciate all of you. And may God bless you. May God bless you. All right. Now, um. Yeah, I'm here. This is the first episode of the Golly Wisdom Podcast. Some of you guys are probably like, what is going on? By the way, we're podcasting. Like, y'all don't understand. This podcast has been in preparation. I'm actually excited that I get to sit here and film the first episode because I'm such a planner. Um, that sometimes I can over plan. I don't, I don't know if you can ever over plan, but I, I can get to a point where it's like, I'm planning so much that I'm just not releasing the thing that I'm supposed to do. And, um, this has been a great surprise from a lot of y'all. I had not announced this on social media, but I have been working on this almost for some months, almost for a year, actually getting to a year, not a year, but getting to a year. So I want to thank y'all for, for tuning in. And this episode, as you can see by the title, we're going to be talking about every Christian needs godly wisdom to make it in life. But before that, I want to welcome you to the godly wisdom podcast by letting you know what this podcast is about um why this podcast from the first place right because some of y'all probably like not another christian podcast why why would you start another christian podcast well number one because i wanted to All right, let me stop. I think I think before we even move forward, this is a great place for me to let you know that this podcast, I'm going to be so transparent and honest and so open. Why? Because I believe that transparency heals and um Many times, one of the things that I see online about Christian influencers that they're doing that is not helping us is that you're so quick to only show you the good side, the good things that are happening, right? But they don't ever show you the struggles. They don't show you the real. They're not transparent. So many of us spent our life trying to become the perfect some Christian influencer online that we forget to see that maybe we're probably doing better than them. They may be struggling then more than you you even know, right? Most of the things we see on social media is straight up lies. Most people are lying about what they have and what they claim to be doing. But that's the story for another day. So that's just, I want you to know, um, you know, um, just know that. that it's going to be transparency. This is going to be an open space. Normally um, on YouTube, when I'm making content, it's like five to 10 minutes. I try to, you know, put everything in that, you know, so that, you know, I can finish and, and make sure that you get that. But this is going to be an episode and a podcast um, on the show, you know, full of transparent stories and tips and insights from my life, life of other people. It's, it's, a, it's a good space. So I just want you all to know if you're rocking with me, if you want to rock with this um um, subscribe and subscribe on YouTube, subscribe on all, all podcasts and platforms on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, all the podcasts and platforms out there. So um, this podcast, like I said, is a godly wisdom podcast. And the reason why I chose the name is because not every wisdom is from God. So I had to first be very, very specific and making sure that, you know, we're not just out here calling things um, just because, you know, so we need the wisdom of God. And that's for sure. And one of the reasons why I made this podcast was because I pay attention a lot. I have burdens, you know, and, and burdens causes oftentimes causes me to make videos, to to stand in ministry and to to do even this podcast. This podcast started because of a burden. And there's a burden that I, I have on me that I see people, a lot of people in this generation that this by far in this generation and generations before, by far this generation is the generation with the most knowledge 
is the is the generation with the most information. We have so much information yet we're still struggling with all the knowledge that we we have access to. You know, we're still in addictions. We're still, um, you know, um, struggling. We still we still can even grow up with all the knowledge that we have in this generation. Um, boys are refusing to become men and girls are refusing to become women. And and with all the knowledge we have, we we are still in the same place. We we are refusing to become adults. We're refusing to grow in our walk with God, and and that frustrates me. Why? Because I believe that oftentimes the most distracted people are the ones that God wants to use the most. And so, I, I made this podcast. I decided to make this podcast, and 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 just to help you go deeper in your walk with God. This is not going to be a podcast where we just touch on surface stuff. This is a podcast for those people who want to genuinely say, I want to take my walk with God to the next level. This is not a podcast for people who want to just, you know, um, you know, make an excuse for everything or justify everything. This is a podcast for people who are saying, hey, whatever it takes to have that walk with God, to have that relationship with God, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. And not just that, but we're going to be talking about, you know, topics that will help you build um, not just your relationship with God, but your relationship with family. Because I believe that if you have a great a great relationship with God, it should reflect in your relationship with family. And not that I have a perfect relationship with my family, I have learned. I'm learning. And so there are some things that I believe that I can share with you. And not just relationship with family, but also relationship with friends. Y'all, if there's one area that I have struggled in, will have to be my relationship with friends. Not because they were always bad. They have some friendships that I've met that, you know, just ended up getting destroyed because of them. But I'm man enough now to um, accept that there's some great friendships that were destroyed because of me, because I was refusing to grow and I was in childish and, and just a whole lot of things that I refuse to apply wisdom, you know, in my life for. So um, there are things that I've learned that I want to make sure that I share that with you um, and not just your relationship with friends, but relationships in general, like dating relationships. Um, a lot of us, you know, are struggling in that area. And it's simply because we're refusing to date ourselves, to to just grow and become who we are, who God has called us to be. So um, there's going to be a lot, you know, to touch on that. And for those of you who know me already, if you don't, um, um, I'm, I'm into ministry a little bit, kind of, in a way that I serve at my church and I'm also, you know, a leader. Um, I believe that God has called us to be servant leaders. I'm not one who just to say, yeah, I'm just leading. No, I believe that the the way up is down. And so the, the greatest way to lead people is to serve them. So that's why the Bible said that Jesus Christ came not to be served, but to serve the world. And so um, I'm going to be talking a lot about servant leadership and ministry um, for our generation, for, for, for those of us who are being prepared to, to lead. Right. Um, and it's not just about a microphone. And I believe that you're a leader. And so don't 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 be like, man, no, me, I'm not a leader. A lot of you all probably be canceling out yourself because. Um, you were just like me before I went into the hands of my pastor. I did not think I was a leader. But one of the things you must understand is that God has given you an assignment to lead. Number one, to lead the life he gave you, to lead the life of those around you, the family he has given you, the friends he's given you, and everything that he has entrusted you with, you have to lead it. You are a manager, right? And so um, there's going to be episodes about, you know, just serving leadership and, and ministry. And I, I want to just use this podcast to encourage you to grow, to become that transformational leader that God has called you to be. And so I know a lot of y'all watching, if you're watching, you're probably like, why is he looking here um, on the side? I have some notes here and I want to stay in order. All right. Because if you leave me by myself, Clifford Che talks too much. Um, And the reason why I decided to name this Godly Wisdom Podcast is because my last name Che also means wisdom. But I decided to change 
the meaning of my name from wisdom to godly wisdom because I believe that not every wisdom is from God. And so I had to change it. Um, some of y'all are probably like, well, my name is probably Che and it doesn't mean that. Well, sorry, I had to change my name. Why? Because I believe that God has given me that power. And if you don't know, your, your life is a subtotal of the name you carry. So um, the reason why naming your children is so important and naming um, yourself and, and, and any kind of name is so important is because you are the name you carry. And so I'm going to be intentional about it that when people are calling my name, um, they're calling out who I need to become and now who somebody wants me to be. And so I'm crazy like that. Right. Um, and, and this podcast is going to be done in seasons. So they're going to be four seasons in a year. Um, you know, there's going to be seasons um, in the summer, fall, winter and spring. Um, and, and every schedule, like every every episode um, is going to be 25 to 30, 30 minutes max because I don't want to talk for too long. Um, let me know if that works for y'all. If y'all want long content, that's fine. But I really don't want to. I want to stay between 25 to 30 minutes for this podcast. And I'm going to be posting once a week. And it's going to be about 10 to 15 episodes per season. So this is September. Today's actually, you know, September 24th. This is my birthday. The first episode is dropping today. Happy birthday to me. <laughs> Happy birthday to me. Your boy is, is grown. Your boy is grown. I'm growing. And um, I want to leave my age unknown. Uh, for those of y'all watching and listen, let me stop playing. But, you know, um, this episode... Um, you know, specifically, I'm trying to keep it in that, you know, order 25 to 30 minutes max. And the style of this podcast is going to be mostly me. It's going to be a solo podcast, but we're going to have guests up in here. We're going to have people coming through, some great uh, mentors and friends um, and leaders that I have in my life that I believe that they have something great for you, um, for, for your life to be able to be transformed. So um, that is basically, you know, the style of the episode. Every episode before we start, we're going to have a, um, a, an, a proverb of the day. So the book of Proverbs carry wisdom. It's actually known as, as the book of wisdom in the Bible. And I believe that, you know, is something for me to share. And one of the visions for this podcast is that I want you to come to the place where you will open up your word and read it yourself. And my pastor helped me with this, whereby every day um, in the month, um, I read a chapter of Proverbs a day and y'all, it's beautiful. Try it. It will change your life. So I'm, I'm going to try to um, encourage you to do that by making sure that every topic, you know, we, we, we bring up a proverb and normally the proverb will kind of align with, you know, the topic that we're going to talk about. So that is just basically it. Um, I want to start with the Proverbs, the book of Proverbs, chapter 9, verses 10 for today's topic. Um, like I said, today we're talking about every Christian need godly, godly wisdom to make it in life. Trying to make it in life without godly wisdom is like a joke, y'all. Don't even try it. It's like trying to go through life without breathing. You need to breathe to make it. And at the same time, you need godly wisdom to make it. So I have some notes here that I want to just, you know, look at and we talk about um and then kind of round up for, for this episode. Um, the book of Proverbs chapter 9, verses 10, um, says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. In other words, if you want to have godly wisdom, if you want to start, like, you're like, man, where do I even start? Yes, you're saying, Clifford, I need godly wisdom. Where do I start? The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. The Bible literally makes it plain that you need to have the fear of the Lord to walk in wisdom, to gain wisdom. And the fear of the Lord is not you just being scared of the Lord, like, oh my God, I'm scared of him. Like, oh my God, I don't want to look at him. No, the fear of the Lord is simply you having reverence for God. You living out your life in a way that honors God. That's simply what the fear of God means, right? And so the book of Proverbs chapter 16, verse 16 says that, and how much better to get wisdom than gold? The Bible is saying that it's better to have wisdom than to have gold. And I'm like, wow. 
Because if you have wisdom, you can get gold. But if you have gold, you may not get wisdom. A lot of people have money, but not wisdom, so they end up losing it. But if you have wisdom, you can make money, right? And so it says that how much better to get wisdom than gold and to get understanding is to be chosen than silver, right? And so and so you see that you see throughout all these scriptures that I'm giving you that wisdom and understanding goes hand to hand. And we'll get into all of that because one of the things that you need before you get to wisdom, you must have knowledge, which is what a lot of people in our generation have. But you can't stop there. Um, you need understanding of the knowledge you have in order to walk in that wisdom, right? And so many times you see that the Bible tells us to to seek wisdom above everything. That like the the Bible is literally telling us that wisdom is so important that it's, it's better than money. It's telling you and I that you need wisdom. And so the book of First Corinthians chapter nine verses thirteen says that for the wisdom of the world is foolishness with God. So now we're being introduced that okay, there's something called the wisdom of the world. And God is saying that wisdom of the world, it may seem cool, but it's foolishness to God. For it is written that he catches the wise in their own craftiness, right? So there are different kinds of wisdom. There's the wisdom of God, there's godly wisdom, and there's worldly wisdom. And I kind of want to talk about that today. That first, what is godly wisdom and what is worldly wisdom? First of all, I want you to understand that wisdom is the right use and application of knowledge. When you have wisdom, it's not just you sounding wise or you sounding smart. You, you, you know the right use of an, an application of the knowledge that you have. So in other words, you can actually apply the knowledge that you have. That's when you become to, you become, you get to the place where you have wisdom. So godly wisdom is from God and honors God. I can tell you have godly wisdom because everything you do honors the Lord. And godly wisdom starts with the fear of God and results in a holy life. So I can tell, like we said, that wisdom of God begins with the fear of God and you choose to live holy. You don't use grace as an excuse to continue to abuse Abuse your living. You don't use grace as an excuse to live in sin. Um, I can tell you have godly wisdom because you're trying to live a holy life. And, and I could be the first person to tell you, I'm not perfect. I don't live a perfect life. But by the grace of God, I'm able to come to the place where I can seek to live in holiness. Um, godly wisdom enables us to prepare ourselves for eternity. You know what that means? The other day I posted on Instagram that live every day in your life with eternity in mind. So when you have godly wisdom, you you love people with eternity in mind. You choose to forgive people with eternity in mind. You build relationships with eternity in mind. You break relationships with eternity in mind. When you have godly wisdom, heaven is always a priority. You don't look at heaven as something that's just not, it's not true. And no, it's, it's real. It's, it is real. And you're going to have to give an account. For what you did here on earth. When you live in godly wisdom, you don't sit there and say YOLO. No, you don't only live once. You live twice. You're going to die here. You're going to wake up and you're going to have to give an account on how you lived here on earth. So when you, live, when you live in godly wisdom, you always have eternity on your mind. With godly wisdom, we trade our earthly values for biblical values. So you know what that means? Is that you live your life according to the Bible. So when people are like, why don't you want to do that? You're like, oh, because the Bible says I shouldn't do so. Why don't you want to do that? Because the Bible says so. And you don't have to explain yourself to people. When you live according to godly wisdom, you live your life based on what the Bible says and not based on what people want you um, to, to do or not based on what people um, um, say. So the book of 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 to 16, and I pray that you're um, opening up your Bible. If you're driving, keep on driving, keep your hands on the wheel. Um, but if you're home, wherever you can, open up your Bible and let's follow through. 1 John chapter 2, verses 15 to 16 says that, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If, you, if anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. 
For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but of the world. So you can tell that you have godly, um, um, worldly wisdom because you're full of the lust of the flesh. You, you seek after things that you only see, like you're only going after things you see, um, things that make you feel good alone and the pride of life. That's all you, you're, you're worried about. And, and that's a life of worldly wisdom. But I can tell that you have godly wisdom because you love God. You have the love of God in you and you make decisions because you love God. And you, you try not to do something because you know that that's something God doesn't like. Now, it's very important. It's very important for you to know. I wrote this here like this, that having godly wisdom means we strive to see life from God's perspective and act accordingly. So in other words, you you see life how God sees life. You look at people and you see your friends, your family members, all the people around you. You see them how God sees them. You don't judge people. When people hurt you, you don't you don't begin like, man, they're this, they're that. Let's, they may have done you wrong. But how does God see you when you do wrong? That is how you ought to see other people. And I also wrote here that we can only live in a godly wisdom when we're committed to crucifying our flesh and living in a spirit. Let me let you know this. You cannot walk in godly wisdom if you still want to please your flesh. The things of the flesh is a lie. And my pastor liked to say it this way, that your feelings is your number one false prophet. Because one day is saying this, the other day is saying that, right? And so godly wisdom is, is knowing that my anchor, my foundation is not in what I feel like and not, it's not in my flesh, but my foundation is actually in the word of God, right? So now let's talk about worldly wisdom. Worldly wisdom is not concerned with honoring God, but with pleasing oneself. So when you have worldly wisdom, you're selfish. They, they don't care. People, people live their life like they don't care. I'm going to just do this. If I feel good about it, that's it. Right. With worldly wisdom, we may become educated, street smart and have common sense. But but that enables us to play the world's game successful. So when you have um, um, worldly wisdom, you, you could be educated just because you're educated doesn't mean you have worldly wisdom. And education is good. We need to get education. So don't don't misquote me. Don't say Clifford said we don't need it. So I'm dropping out of school. Go back to school. All right. School is good. Education is good. But being educated, being street smart and having common sense does not enable um us in, in, in the area of having godly wisdom. It doesn't mean you have godly wisdom. So I just want you to know that. Now, there's something between, something that I always like to talk about, knowledge versus, um, you know, godly wisdom. Just because you have knowledge, like I said earlier, does not mean that you have godly wisdom. So what is knowledge and what is godly wisdom? Knowledge is being informed and having information. I can tell you're knowledgeable because you have information, you know what to do, like you you know it, like you you know this, like you can quote the scripture, right? That is knowledge and and godly wisdom is knowing how and when to rightfully apply the knowledge that you have in your life. In other words, you don't become wise because you're full of information. You become wise when you can apply what you know. I'm going to say it again. You don't become wise because you're full of information. You become wise when you apply the information that you know to your life. That is wisdom. And I want to give you some examples of knowledge versus wisdom. The knowledge is this. Number one, knowledge is you know that there's a speed limit to abide by in your city when you're driving. Wisdom is being intentional before driving by reminding yourself that there's a speed limit and actually driving the speed limit. That is wisdom. Example number two, knowledge is knowing that you need to read your Bible day and night in order to grow, right? You know the scriptures. Scripture tells you in the book of Joshua to meditate on the scriptures, right? That, that meditate on it day and night. You know that. That is knowledge. 
Wisdom is actually choosing to go to sleep the night before early so that you can wake up in the morning with more strength and energy to read your Bible and meditate on it. That is wisdom. Wisdom is saying, yeah, man, I know I know, y'all want me to go out with y'all tonight, but I can't go because if I go, I'm going to come home late and I may not wake up the time I need to wake up to pray or read my Bible. So therefore, I'm going to set this one out. That is wisdom. Number three, wisdom, knowledge is knowing that you must love your neighbor as yourself. You can quote the scripture that the Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. That is knowledge. Wisdom is actually dying to yourself and forgiving those who hurt you and making right with those who you have hurt. That is wisdom. Wisdom is humbling yourself and going to say, you know what? I love you just the way you are. Hey, you know what? I may have not done good. And I want you to forgive me and I accept my wrong. That is wisdom, y'all. That is wisdom, people. Why do you need godly wisdom? Let me quickly run through this with you. We need godly wisdom, one, because godly wisdom will preserve you. It will preserve you from harm, from evil. The book of Proverbs chapter 4, verses 6, I want you to read that in your own time. That wisdom will preserve you. Number two, wisdom will protect you. There are many times where I had to apply wisdom to be protected. That is, that is going to be an episode in itself. Number three, wisdom will promote you. The Bible tells us so many times that if you listen to wisdom, it will promote you. Most of you, your promotion is not in somebody's hand. It's in the wisdom that you need to apply in your life. Number four, wisdom will provide for you. I know you're waiting for somebody to come through. God is just saying, hey, apply wisdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all of these things shall be added unto you. When you have that wisdom, when you apply that wisdom, listen, provision is made easy. All these things are added onto you. But when you don't have wisdom, you're, you're going out seeking after all these things instead of seeking God. A false balance, right? So now, life without wisdom. When you live your life without wisdom, you end up like Samson. Samson knew he was not supposed to be with Delilah. He knew that his strength was in his hair. But what does Samson do? Oh, no, he chose comfort. He chose his flesh and laid his head on her thigh. And when he woke up, she cut his hair and he lost his strength. And he could not do some of the things that he used to do before. That is not wise. That is not wise. I cannot tell you many times that I went into the wrong dating relationships or the wrong friendships that destroyed me. You can get into something for three minutes that would take you three years to get out of. Y'all about to let me get emotional, but I'm, I'm, we, I told y'all this podcast, like we have things to talk about because my life alone, I've gone through things. I'm still learning. And I believe that I want to share this, these things with you because you don't always need experience in order to grow. Experience is not always the best teacher. Sometimes instruction is, and you don't need to experience it, to know you're not supposed to do it. Anyway, when you live your life um, with, um, with wisdom, you end up like David. Right. David knew that he had a chance to kill Saul, but he was like, according to the wisdom that I know, I'm going to let God handle him. Let God not let no one touch God's anointed. So he left him and God handled Saul himself, even though Saul was coming after him. When you live in wisdom, you end up like Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. They decided not to bow to the image of of the king Nebuchadnezzar. Why? Because they knew 
that God is the king of all kings. They, they decided not to bow to the things of the world. And through that, when they were put in the fire, God protected them. That is the preservance that I'm telling you about that. Wisdom will pre preserve you. Wisdom will protect you. They applied wisdom. And the same fire that was supposed to kill other people kept them alive. When you apply wisdom, the things that kill other people will keep you alive. <laughs> so in conclusion, how to get wisdom. Number one, I want to give you three ways you can get wisdom when we wrap up. Number one, the primary way to get godly wisdom is through learning God's word. So you cannot get wisdom if you don't want to study the word of God, if you don't want to open up the word. It is a joke. Like I told you, this podcast is for those who are willing to go deeper in your walk with God. So the book of Psalms chapter 119 um, verses 169 says that, Let my cry come before you, O Lord. Give me understanding according to your word. So in other words, you don't get understanding. You don't get wisdom if you don't read the word. Psalm 119 verse 30 says that the entrance of your words give me light. It gives understanding to the simple. Light simply means illumination. It means that knowing, getting to see something that you cannot see with your natural eyes, right? So when you read the word of God, you get that wisdom. I want you to note this, that no one is born wise. You are not born wise. Nobody's born wise. It is rather your responsibility to seek God for wisdom and grow in wisdom. So you may not have it, but it's never too late to ask God for wisdom. The book of Psalm chapter 119 verses 98 to 100 says that you, through your commandments, make me wiser than my enemies. For they are ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers. For your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the ancients because I keep your precepts, because I keep your word. When you keep the, the word of the Lord. You, you get to have more wisdom. Sometimes you know things that teachers don't even know. So the book of Proverbs chapter 2 verses 3 to 6 says that, yes, if you cry out for discernment and lift up your voice for understanding, if you seek her as silver and search for her as for hidden treasures, then you understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. Cry out for wisdom. And number two, you can develop godly wisdom by carefully selecting those who you journey life with. That is relationships. Sometimes I can tell that you're not wise based on the people you hang around with. So I, I know a lot of y'all like, yeah, Jesus hung with sinners. He did not hang with sinners. One of the greatest things I had to learn now was that. That sinners hung around Jesus Christ. He did not hang with sinners. So you are the people you hang with. And so be very, very careful. Proverbs 13, 20 says that he who walks with the, with the wise men will be wise but the companion on fools will be destroyed. So when you walk with wise people, you become wise. Who are you walking with? Let's put that in the comment section. Who are you walking with? Number three, you gain godly wisdom by simply asking God for it. The book of James chapter one, verses five says that if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to him. God wants you to have wisdom. You're not supposed to lack it. And so today, wherever you're listening to me from, wherever you're watching me from, I want you to pause and just say, Father, I ask you for wisdom. Give me wisdom. And know this, that when you ask God for wisdom, it's not just going to come as something in your head. It's going to come as knowledge. It's going to come as information. It's going to come as situations in life that you have to learn, master, go through. And then you begin to apply it to your life. You must ask God for wisdom. And the thing about this is this. Solomon, the wisest man 
in the world. He asked God for a thing. He asked God for wisdom, and God gave him wisdom. Wisdom. He became the wisest man. And even though Solomon received godly wisdom, when he asked the Lord for it, he became known for his great wisdom. But he turned away from following the wisdom of the Lord in the years later. And because of that, he disobeyed God and even began to worship other idols, other gods. And I don't want that for your life. Receiving wisdom does not ensure that you will follow the path of wisdom. You can have something and not use it. And so when you ask God for wisdom, make sure you use it. And I want you to know this, that without wisdom, you're a fool. Many times the Bible compares people who don't have wisdom to being fools. And I don't want you to be a fool. So I want to end here, and hopefully this is some understanding for you that you need godly wisdom. But I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for tuning in. And um, wherever you are, make sure you subscribe to this, rate the podcast, do all the stuff that you have to do on the podcasting. I'm still learning through this. I actually used to have a podcast, um, but we're going to leave that in the dust. So um, I pray for you that you will not lack wisdom. I love you. Remember that as we're bridging the gap, this is still a season of order. And don't forget to be blessed, be yourself, and be happy. Peace.